0: Hello and welcome to Think About Eurovision, a Eurovision podcast with me, Chris, a Eurovision fanatic from the UK. And me, Batty, a recovering non-Eurovision fanatic from a few years ago. And welcome to Think About Eurovision. Um, I that's not how I say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Do you want to do this again? <laughs> no, because I'm, I'm gonna. Because your what you did there was funny, but it threw me. <laughs> <laughs> um, today is one of the DNQ file episodes that did not qualify files, where we take a look at a song that either failed to make it to the grand final, or failed to make it to Eurovision at all. And, Matty, you are making it harder and harder for me to surprise you with songs because you keep delving into Eurovision's of yore. And this year, you're following the national final season, so I can't even surprise you with any of the delights from this year's national final season. Yeah, you can single-handedly blame one of my friends
1: because they have – they're a huge Eurovision fan, and now, by extension, I have access to everything – so I'm just, I'm like a kid in a candy store. It's just new music every week. I'm coming home and Mo's just being like,
0: shut up, go away, stop talking about songs. <laughs> I, I, I keep trying to share all the songs that are coming out with people I know don't care about Eurovision and it's just so difficult.
1: Yeah. Well, I've discovered some, the, the thing about watching all the national finals is that you fall in love with a song and then it will always come second.
0: Yep. It will always come second. The song that you want will not win. I, I'm gutted to learn that was a scar song in uh, the Portuguese national final last night, but I'm glad I only learned about it after I learned it didn't make it through to the final.
1: Yeah, I, I wasn't following the
0: Portugal uh,
1: Portugal one at all, so. Oh. I'll have bear I ever gone to an opportunity? Yeah. <laughs>
0: But um, hopefully you won't be aware of this song that I'm going to share with you today. We are going to the Australia Decides uh, National Final uh, for 2019, Um, a year where they eventually sent Katie Miller Heidecker. Mm -hmm. And your face says to me that you probably know the songs from this year.
1: I know the songs from this year, yeah.
0: And I know one song from the year of Kate. So I
1: have a sneaking suspicion I know what song this might be, and I'm filled with
0: joy, if it is. Okay, then, that's interesting. So we shall see, because I was in two minds of two different songs from uh, um, this year. So we shall see. What songs are you rooting for this year? Sorry, when I'm talking about this year, I'm talking about 2019. (laughs) Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, there was two songs from 2019 I was considering, so it'll be interesting to see if a song that we... Enjoy today is the one that you're thinking of. Let's see. I'm I'm curious. Let's have a listen.
1: This song was actually recommended to me by Spotify before I had found out it was part of Eurovision. Uh so this is the one that you knew. This is the one that I knew. But I fucking love it. I love it so hard. <laughs>
0: Such a good song. It <laughs> so is. three minutes of us just fanboying.
1: Yeah. There's a band in Canada called Love Inc. They're from the 90s. And this is just a continuation of that done Down Under. And it's beautiful. And I love them. And...
0: That high note there is, like, yeah. so cool. It's like a hook with one single sort of sound. Just, like,
1: even the way they effortlessly move and have just such energy and sass.
0: I'm just, like, heck yes. Listen, can you hear that noise they make? They say it with pride. I like that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he could have done something more of the staging. Maybe that is what would it for Katie. Mm-hmm. Like, watching
1: it now, it kind of suffers from the DJ in the corner problem. But yes. he's feeling it. He is grooving. But I'm just like, there are things you can do with that in terms of staging. And they do, like, the singer does a great job of going through the stage and just owning it. And this is my camp. I'm going to, this is my stage. you am going to piss all over it. This is, <laughs> this is what I do. So. I just wish there was something
0: that made me move the show. Yeah, because, you know,
1: they're holding everything. They're taking the stage. They're owning it. And, you know, he's just kind of stuck in the back on the thing. It would be nice if they had, like, a turntable or something. Like, Kate had dancers on poles. Normally, pole dancers is something
0: else. But, you know, this is... They could, have, they could have had pole dancers. Absolutely. And Zachariah performs barefooted. If this went to Eurovision, those odds would have been great. Yeah. Barefooted at Eurovision is a way to win. Yeah. Statistically. Well, just thinking <laughs> of 2019, the, if this had gone, it would
1: have stood a really good chance. I think it would have done better than Kate. And I love Kate. Yeah.
0: But I feel like half of Kate is the... Theatrics. Staging. Yeah. Yeah. The staging was amazing. Yeah. But It took me from being like not a fan to, oh my God, I love this.
1: Mm-hmm. It's unforgettable when you watch it. And this one, the song is unforgettable. The song just slaps. I hope they come back and do another one one day, mainly so I can just have more of their songs in my life. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. I love it so hard. This was the first time that Australia got to decide their own
0: it that was. wasn't an
1: x-factor or voice contestant and they fucking knocked it out of the park they're great they're cool they're so cool
0: it's <laughs> so good <laughs> they, they had a lot of good options that year i think yeah and i'm not sad about uh katie miller heidegger going oh. to eurovision at all yeah of course not how could you be no you just couldn't find choice <laughs>
1: Yeah. But there is something really special about electric fields. Like, I love that it's displaying indigenous culture and language in a multicultural national field. I think that's amazing. I think they're just, they're so cool. They're so much fun. It's just great. I'm the Um, the least articulate I've ever been describing them. So just like, ah,
0: it's just really good.
1: (laughs) Yes. Got no shade to throw at it because it's just that damn good. Yeah. And like, I can pick this apart and critique this, but I can also pick this apart and just praise individual sections of it throughout the entire piece. So it's really good. They did a really good job. They have a really good feel. They have a really good sound. This song is catchy AF. It's great. I have
0: nothing negative to say about them. It came fourth in the OGAE Second Chance Contest of 2019 as well. That's not a bad placing. Mm. Um, so, any listeners who don't know, that is a sort of fan contest where we get to vote on OG OGAE members get to vote on. I've not stumbled up the the uh, money for it. I really should get round to doing that. I keep <laughs> thinking about it and I forget about it, and I'm like, I should join, and then I forget because my mind is a complete sieve. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, people get to vote on songs that didn't get to make it to Eurovision uh, when they didn't win the uh, national selection process. Oh, that's cool. I should yeah. do that too. Um, so <laughs> who won in 2019? Let me have a look. So France won in 2019. Um, uh, Simone with Tous les deux. Don't know that one. Nope. Got next week's. Um, <laughs> that might be a future one we have to do. See if it was better than, how could it be better than electric fields? How? Nothing Nothing can be better than electric fields. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Not with my fantasy anyway. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 like you said, I, I love that electric sound that uses, uh, you know, cultural elements from the country that they're in. So, you know, Aboriginal culture mm-hmm. with just banging pop music.
1: Oh, it's just really well done. Like there's something really special about that sound, especially, especially now when people are becoming more aware of other places, shall we say? And just having that idea of this is what they're carrying. This is what they're displaying. This is what they're able to put out and blast. It's, it's, it's wonderful to see that these sorts of places that were kind of ignored in the past are now being brought into the fold in a major way. So,
0: yeah, it's that sort of thing that I, I would like to see from the UK is, you know, people think that UK is devoid of culture and yeah, it, it pretty much is. But I would like, to, I keep pushing for it, you know, in in my head, and I, I have no impact upon UK's choices <laughs> at Eurovision, but in my what? head, like, why so, am I, I oh go scandalous. But, like, in my head, I, I've got, like, a direct sort of brain link to the people behind, uh, you know, the, the UK's choice of Eurovision. I'm like, send something in Cornish. Send something in Scottish Gaelic. Send something that says something about UK heritage, which, you know, Send the something about birds heritage. on trees. Oh.
1: <laughs> Tree on a branch in the middle of the sea. And uh, make sure you get out your little bird puppet. See, one day I hope someone actually takes you up on that and in the middle of Eurovision just pulls this giant bird puppet out of nowhere.
0: <laughs> For as mean- long as has nothing to do with it. Just a random <laughs> bird puppet. Just like a Roy Hull emu moment. Yeah. Not Roy Hull, Rod Hull, Rod Hull, emu moment. Before my time, but I'm aware of emu. You probably are like just thinking, what is Chris talking about? No, I've, I've, I've logged it for later, being like, I need yeah. to look into this. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Electric Fields, 2000 and whatever, just a great song.
1: Slaps. It's, it's just great. I There's a Canadian band called Love Inc. And that's all I, this is like a natural progression from that to this. There is something about the power of the voice, the intricacy of the song itself. Like, you can dissect any element of that song and it holds up. And just like, this is something that is stellar. And yeah. it feels, it still feels like it's a future song. It feels like this is a song that's just begging to break out all over the world. It,
0: it t- Timeless, I think. It's just yeah. timeless. And also, Electric Fields have recorded a song with one of the greatest supergroups of Eurovision recent history, Kino. I was gonna say, as a Kino, <laughs> yeah, freaking Kino. They're everywhere. They are everywhere, and I'm totally okay with that.
1: Kino is not easy into Eurovision. You know that if you're yeah. introducing someone to Eurovision and you introduce them to Kino and they like it, it's just like you're fine. You're good. You're, yeah. You'll find a lot here.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think you're right about because it's it's modern, but it also they bring in that kind of element of you know native music um, but make it modern and fresh. So I, I get what you're saying there.
1: Yeah. It's completely unlike everything else out there. There's something, I'm a
0: bit like everything else.
1: Yeah, but (laughs) it actually has something to say. It's fun. It's, it's frivolous in an important way because they're saying everyone parties, but also this specific subsection of humanity parties. So you Be are like car, them. Yeah. We are like each other. We are we are one. This is Lion King done in Eurovision with DJs. Yes. Maybe not Lion King exactly. But that idea. <laughs> Halfway through he comes out and just pushes her, pushes them off the stage.
0: <laughs> and then <sighs> hundreds of thousands of Eurovision fans just run across. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just trample. I suppose what I'm gonna be like when I go to the London Eurovision party uh, next month. Oh, so jealous.
1: So I'll start something here. I'll start a revolution. We'll do we'll do a thing.
0: I think you should. So that was um electric fields. Um, uh. So until next time. Bye.